one. <laughs> now I sound like a loser. No, okay. sorry. Wait. Do you want me to? Do you want to switch it up? Okay. Wait. Go. <laughs> oh wait! I actually forgot how to talk. Um. Hello and <laughs> wait. No, I sound like Frank Walker from National Tires. <laughs> Why is this so hard? Oh my gosh, we've been doing this for a year now. We should be no, better. No, I'm so stupid. Okay. Okay. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the That's So Candid podcast. I'm Raina. I'm Holly, and. We're really excited to be chatting to you guys again. We thought we would be back on our grind of, you know, Honestly, pumping out episodes. We say this. No, I'm not even kidding. No, we Listen actually. to the last five episodes and we've no, said it every it? time. Our first, our first three episodes were on a weekly on schedule. We no, were, it was more than three. Like, yeah, we it was were like on a roll. Four. We were doing really, maybe five even, yeah. doing really well. And ever since then, it's been like... What, every four weeks to a month, two months, <laughs> three months. It's been a long time in between each um, one. And we keep saying, no, like after this, we're really going to be back on track. Yeah. Um, Lol. Classic us. We will be one day. We will be one day. Because here's the thing. Holly and I have decided that our goal in life is to pretty much, how do I say it? Do nothing <laughs> and make money. <laughs> That's what we're meant to do with our lives. I actually feel called to it. We're called to be influencers. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, actually now I know why I didn't like Bible college and why I felt so out of whack. Cause I felt like everyone was talking about their callings and I just hadn't found mine. Which yeah. Is and they're talking all about being selfless and it's like, no, my calling is to be selfish. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but we, it is in all seriousness, it is a big goal of ours to like actually make money off this podcast yeah. not that we're doing it to make money like no, we genuinely I just enjoy really doing it love it and i wish there's so many ideas that we have but we don't have the time to do it or the money or the money because we have to spend our time working to make money yeah so if we were able to like actually monetize this podcast then that would be amazing and that's our goal help our one of our goals for next year to fruition yes but in order to to do that we do need to upload regularly and i just feel like we just need to be better. Yes. And so we're going to be better. We are. We have a plan. We have a plan and you guys are going to see it. You're going to love in it. In action. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Anyways, all of that aside, we're back. Okay. And for this episode, we didn't know what to talk about because genuinely we didn't even plan this. Um, we had no topic ideas. We talked a couple of weeks ago maybe about an idea, but... It sort of like... It yeah, just we, wasn't a vibe. I felt like... I, our brains were farting. Like we just couldn't think of anything to say. And um, on a, we just came to, together because we knew we needed to record yes. an episode, but we weren't prepared for it. So this episode is pretty much just going to be chatting about life and the things that we're learning and doing and vibing and crying about, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and like we hope you guys get something from it. If not, if anything, you might listen to this and be like, I feel so good about my life. <laughs> At least yes. I'm not Rainer and Holly. Yeah. You can compare yourself to us and yeah. feel good. We're drinking Melbourne breakfast tea at the moment. It's really good. It is my new favorite tea flavor. It's it, mine too. Ever since I had that one at your house. It, If you haven't had Melbourne breakfast tea before, it's like English breakfast tea, but with a pancakey twist. Like it's kind of vanilla-y, chocolatey yeah, kind of vibes. So good. So good. You have to have mostly water with like a teaspoon of coconut sugar and just a, a little tiny bit little of bit milk. of oat milk and it's so good. 
it's so good. Is yours cold yet? I'm scared to drink. It's a mine. little bit. Oh, it's it's a good temperature now. This is perfect. Oh, for me. I always feel like the cup is super hot, and then that scares me from drinking the tea. Mm. Anyways, um, because this whole episode is pretty much a life update, we're not starting off with life updates yeah. today. We're just gonna jump into no, the episode and chat. Um, the only like I guess kind of thing that we well I don't know maybe you're gonna cut this out. <laughs> um, I feel like I we recently watched Fleabag. Fleabag. Um, and if you haven't watched it, please watch it. Like, it's I, actually... I have no words. It, I've never... I haven't loved a show that much in so long. It's so beautiful. Um, it's funny. It's like it's everything that you want in a show. It's funny. It's heart aching. It's deep. It's not deep. It makes you feel good about yourself, but bad about yourself yeah, at the same time. It is inspiring, but also not like... Not in a way that I want to be better. Yeah. But like, in a way of like... It's okay. Her to, life is shit, yeah. but I love her. <laughs> yes, it's. Anyway, we I saw a lot about it on TikTok because I spent too much time on that, um, and I thought, oh, it's. I didn't think it would be as good as it was, but basically, her life is in shambles, and we can relate to that right now. Yeah. So, I feel like I saw it going around on TikTok. I'm in my flea bag era, and now that I've seen the show, I feel like I can relate. I'm definitely in my We're flea in bag. our flea bag yeah. era. And so that's what this podcast is about. If you guys are in your flea bag era as well, let us know. Because we're we probably love- all in our flea bag yeah. era. I mean, there what's going on in the planets at the moment? Did you said before there's oh. like five planets in <laughs> retrograde. Yeah. That's messing up. I don't know if it still is, but I know like a week or two ago. I know Mercury's not anymore. I don't know about the other ones. Good on Mercury. Um, but yeah, there was a time recently where there were five planets in retrograde, apparently. Don't know what that means, actually, but apparently a lot. it meant something. <laughs> it definitely means a lot. Um, I feel like the first thing, I feel like we're obligated to talk about it because we've spoken about men a lot <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, and have we? <laughs> have we? No, I look, I just want to put a disclaimer out there because I know people are going to send me hate. <laughs> Well, actually, they're not. Here I am thinking <laughs> I'm actually famous. <laughs> Please don't hate on us. I just want to say, like, I don't hate all men as a collective. I hate men as an individual. Okay? Oh, I feel like... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Holly hates men as a collective. There, there are men in my life that I love and respect. Yeah. But you have to prove yourself to me as a man. Yeah, If you exactly. want me to love and respect you, so... Sorry, like I'm going to complain about the majority of them because the majority of them suck. Anyways, we have to talk about the men in the media Mm. at the moment. First one being Adam Levine. I, okay. What are your opinions? I'm sorry. On the sitch. Look, it is a sad situation. I think the worst part of it all is the way that he texts. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. It's Um, so embarrassing. Why does he talk like... A 15-year-old boy on rem- Tinder No, it reminds Kyle. me of when we used to go on Amigle when we were, like, 13 yeah. years old and FaceTime with, like, random either super old men or young men pretending to be older than what they were. Or like, yeah. boys, not young men. And they would, yeah, you'd be on webcam and their it, screen would be blank. honestly the most shocking part of it to me because he is, what, 40? I don't know. He's old. Yeah, and he's talking like And he's talking he's like 13. that. Also, why is he, yeah, at his old age... Why is he DMing, um, like, 20-year-olds? That's a no, bit of a red flag there. I've, like, random side note. I feel like 
that's so common in men. Yeah. They with men in general. Because even something I've noticed about myself, like not to toot my own horn, but I have definitely gotten hotter since I was like 13 mm-hmm. or like even 11. Like have. I was fugly as a kid. I'm, I just was. But I got more unwanted, like more obvious attention from like older men, particularly older men, like yep. 30s and up when I was younger than I do now. Like now if I get hit on, it tends to be from guys around my age or like – people will like stare at my boobs, but like not say anything yeah. or it'll be in a res- more respectful way. Yeah. But when I was younger, like I would always get like very disrespectfully yeah. hit on by like older men. Like totally cat called. Yeah. And I only recently noticed that when I heard a TikTok about another girl saying the same thing, but like, it's weird to me that I got hit on more as an 11 year old. Than I do now. That's so sad. I've seen so many people talk about that as well. Like yeah. that, yeah, under the age of what, 18 is like when you get hit on yeah. creepily the most, which is really yeah. sad. Um, But yeah, it, I think even though the girls that um, Adam Levine was talking to, you know, they're over 18, they're adults, but they are still significantly younger than him. And it is weird, especially because he is a celebrity. So there's, like, that huge power imbalance mm. already, like, he's so much older than them. I don't know. It was just gross. And, like, I don't know, maybe him and his wife are in a open relationship. Who Has knows? she commented on the situation yet? I don't think so. I okay. haven't, I'm sure I would have heard about it. What would you – okay, POV. You're in her situation. Like, you're a massive supermodel. I don't think I'd Maritime. say anything. You don't think you'd say anything? No. Nah. Would you divorce him or like, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in that situation. I don't know. But I don't know. Would you stay with him? What would you do if you were the girl that was getting hit on by Adam? What what would you do if Adam slid into your DMs right this second and said, what does he say again? (laughs) That body is absurd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed. What would you do? Would you feel Um, a little bit good? (laughs) No, I feel like. I'm actually not that surprised that he did it. Honestly, he looks like he, the type of guy yeah. to do that. And I don't I don't know what I would do if I was one of those girls. I do think um there was a lot of hate to the girl that he cheated with. I think it is weird like he did lie to her though, I guess. I don't know. Here's I my thing. Like I don't necessarily think that she I think he's definitely the one in the wrong. Like he was the one in the relationship. He was the one that cheated. Like, yes. If you're looking at it from like a moral perspective, like say she did know that he was still married. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like what she did wasn't great, but you know, he's still the one that. Yeah. He's the one who's married to her. However, I didn't love when she was like, um, like it was a really long time ago. Like it was like a year ago. Like I was young and naive and I'm a victim. And I was like, Oh, like he, like you're not. And it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Like you would have known just as good as you do know now. And like, are you a like how are you a victim in this in the situation? Like, I think it's like kind of creepy what he did, but I don't know. Like necessary apart from cheating on his wife. Like he, I don't know. Did he do anything wrong by her? Yeah. The girl that he cheated with. Um, I don't know. Like, oh, she must have known it wasn't serious. Yeah. Surely. I think it's weird. I feel like 
even if they were in an open relationship, it is really weird that, like, you hear so many stories about people cheating or, like, getting into other relationships with people when their wives or partners are pregnant. Pregnant. No, That's it's what actually, made me really sad. It's actually a statistic that men are more likely to cheat that when their partner so is pregnant. That made me so sad because a lot of the time, like... Men want chill. I don't know. Like, yeah. pregnancy is already such an excruciating, like, hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even for women who really want children, like, your body changes completely. Everything it's about such your a life It's a huge changes, life yeah. event. And for men to just disrespect their partners by cheating, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's so gross. It's, I think it's, like, one of the most vile things yeah. we can do. Like, I don't know. Like, as you said, it's such a like pregnancy is hard yeah even even though it's a miracle and like it is sort of kind of cool that like we can yeah, build is, a baby in our bodies like, like a bear. it's yeah it's like a traumatic experience it's huge for your body to go through it like yeah. mentally it's a massive i feel like thing. it's also isolating in a way yeah. like i don't know i've never been pregnant but i've heard lots of stories from my friends who feel like when they've been pregnant after they've had kids like they've changed as a person as mm. well. Like it's like you're grieving the loss of who you used to be and your old life. And like y- you have a different life to your friends who haven't had kids and they're never going to understand or be able yeah. to connect with you in that way. And I don't know, like it's just a lot. I feel like a lot of sacrifice from a woman. Yeah. And obviously like if you have a good partner, like he's going to be supportive and he – is going to be sacrificing uh, no but even then like he's not ne- he's not having to give up as much as you are no like even if he has to work more to support your family it's and still, all of that kind also, of stuff like, it's not the same rich enough to support so kids, true so like they probably neither of them really have to work anymore probably because yeah. they'll be so rich for the rest of their lives from royalties and whatever yeah and i feel like a lot of the time men want kids because they want to like carry on their bloodline and you know have them i don't know it's like something that they want but they don't they don't have to go through any yeah. of the shit to, like, get it. And also the parenting expectations for men. Like, men literally take their kid out in the pram and everyone's like, oh, what a good dad. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, king. <gasps> he Women looked after the kids for a day. feed their kids the wrong type of food and, They'll like, be bullied, the wrong type yeah. of banana and they're, like, vilified yeah. for that. So, I don't know. It is really sad just to see, like, there's so much expectation on men uh, – on women – and, like, when it comes to parenting and raising children and for men to just make that worse and disrespect women who are already mm. sacrificing their body, their time, energy, everything. And I feel like, obviously, with such massive changes in your body, like, I'm not saying that pregnancy is ugly. Like, I've seen some freaking hot pregnant ladies. Yeah. And, obviously, it's a beautiful thing. But, like, I feel like I, you'd be – it would be weird seeing your body change shape yeah. so much and, like – expanding so not that yeah. being big is a bad thing i hate that i have to do all but these even disclaimers. the fact that like your center of gravity changes like you have yeah. to learn to move differently because yeah. your body is changing so much so and i feel like i don't i mean i don't know do women feel sexy when they're pregnant i don't know but like to have your partner cheat on you while you're in that state and yeah. feel already feeling out of t- probably like out of touch with your body and maybe insecure about and the like changes. your hormones are very different yeah, to have Feeling him diff- yeah. betray you like that. I don't know. I just feel like it would be such a punch in the gut. Yeah. No, totally. I don't know. And I think it also makes me sad because I – this is another thing I've been noticing about men recently <laughs> is 
that like women uh, relationships are more than just sex. Like I think that you know your people who were with their partners, they're with them for more than just the sexual aspect. Mm. And cheating while they're pregnant kind of just diminishes that person to just a sex object. Like once you're pregnant and you can't fulfill my sexual needs that I normal, like the way that you normally do, I need to go find someone else because all you are to me is a sexual being. Yeah. And it's just really sad that like your wife is still, or like Adam Levine's wife is still the human that she was before she got pregnant. And like there's other ways to connect and I don't know. There's other ways to fulfill. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's really disrespectful and it's a theme that I notice across men. Mm. I have to say though, from what I've heard, this isn't the first time that Adam has yeah. cheated on his well, partner. Well, didn't like four other girls come out and yeah. send screenshots? And isn't – I heard – I don't know if it's true, so like don't quote me on this, but is it Bahati? Is that her name? Yeah. Wasn't she someone that he cheated with oh, like on probably. one of his previous partners? So like, oh, I, think he, so, yeah. I think he's just a slimy man. Yeah. Which I'm honestly like, it's not surprising. He, all his songs, he sounds like it. His voice sounds like it. He I, looks like it. I think like, I would be surprised if there were any celebrity men that weren't slimy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe, th- I mean, there probably are. That's a big, mm. uh, like, but yeah, and, uh, and, and to, like, to be totally fair, there are lots of women who yeah. cheat and stuff in Hollywood as well. Or just not even in Hollywood, but in the world. But, like, low-key... I think you, for me about this thing, what was so sad was the fact that she's pregnant. Yeah, definitely. Well, like, I don't know. I think that's when it's, like, the most disrespectful. Yeah. And also the way that it came out. Yeah. I feel like it would have been humiliating to find out about... If you didn't know about it beforehand, yeah. to find out about that on social media. Yeah. And, like, the whole world maybe knowing about it before you saw – I don't know. Another one as well that we have recently – Yeah, another man in the media is Ned – What's his last name? Fulmer. Fulmer. I – this one hurt me more than Adam. Here's the thing. I don't really care about Maroon 5. I don't care about Adam. Like – it was it sucked, but like I'm not connected to not him. Not attached to that man. I love the Try Guys, yeah. and I used to love Ned. And I shut up. Sorry, my phone's going off. I used to like I re- I remember watching videos with Ned in it and being mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like he's so obsessed with his wife and his kids. Like so that's cute. so cute. You never find men like yes. that these days. He just seemed like such a sweet guy. Yeah, he was like m- one of my favorites. <laughs> Um, so yeah, to see that is really sad. And also that it was like, it seemed like a serious affair. I don't know. It wasn't just. If, if you don't know what happened, so we're jumping into it. Like (laughs) everyone knows pretty much there's a guy in a YouTube group, Group. I guess, um, who was known for being like the wife guy of the group. Like he was obsessed with his wife. He always talked about his wife. Um, it came out recently that he's been having like a one year, consensual relationship with one of the producers of their show who was engaged who was also engaged and he's married with like two kids so big drama but i've been seeing lots of video like obviously when something like this comes out like everyone jumps on the bandwagon (laughs) like does all the research and the amount of like compilation videos i've seen of like things that didn't age well or signs that like ned wasn't the guy we thought he was or all that kind of stuff like I watch it and now that I know what I know, I'm like, 
oh my gosh, he was actually like, I can see it. How did I not see it before? I mean, I didn't watch it religiously before, but like, he doesn't seem like that nice of a person. Like I watched a video where he, I think Eugene was doing like astrology reading Mm -hmm. for like all of the guys because he's like super into astrology. And the whole time, like the other guys were kind of like going along with it and like having fun with it and like listening and like they might not believe in astrology, but like they were really making an effort because they knew Eugene liked it. And Ned the whole time was just like not really listening, was like making smart ass comments about how like none of of this is true. And I don't know, like. I think another thing that's weird is like, Everyone is so sad about this particular case with Ned because he was always talking about how much he loved his wife. And I've seen it for a lot of other celebrities. Like, um, what's that comedian? I don't even... Oh, John... Is it Mulaney, dude? Yeah, that guy. John Mulaney? Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. He also... I don't know if he cheated, but, like, he got another lady pregnant, like, oh, so right cheated. after okay. they separated. So right. it was, like... Hmm. It was really fast. Yeah. So maybe he was cheating. Yeah. I don't know. But... Um, it is weird that like these guys are known for being like a wife guy. I'd never heard the term wife guy, but I like, you know, you know, celebrities that like love to talk about their wives and they're always like praised for being such a good husband, which is like, that's the bare minimum. Like, of course you're going to love the person that you're in a relationship with. Why are you being put on a pedestal for like, oh my gosh, isn't he such a great guy? He loves his wife. Like, what about all the other guys? I also saw people saying like, if you meet someone and they've made one thing their entire personality, mm. then, like, don't trust that person because... So true. But, like, does it low-key give you pasta vibes? You know, we sort of yes. talked about it a couple episodes ago when, like, pastors will get on stage and they'll be like, I love my wife. Like, my she's so freaking sexy. Like, meh, meh, meh. And then it comes out a couple years later that they've been <laughs> cheating on their wives, like, with the, a girl that they met in the dog yeah, park. So they're <laughs> overcompensating for it. Yeah. Yeah. And now, like, it's made me scared. Like, if Boise's, like... Boise loves me. Like he's very affectionate. He's very like he always tells me he loves me. But now I'm kind of like, well, what are you like? Yeah, maybe you you shouldn't love me so much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm suspicious. Yeah, yeah. Sad, sad vibes, and I'm very, very sad for like the women involved. Yeah, I don't know, especially like Ned's wife. Like I'm pretty sure she's made comments in the past in other videos about how she was really scared, or she's always had fears that Ned would cheat on her because she's the older one in the relationship. Yeah, it's, like, always been an insecurity oh, of hers because she's older. That's so sad. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure her and the girl that he cheated with, like, they're all friends. Like, yeah. they all work together. They yeah. go to things I together. I think it's funny that he's been dropped from the Try Guys. So, the, oh, that, the group, he's fired. He's lost his job I love now. that. Yeah. I think the way they – did you watch their apology video? No, I didn't. It's only, like, five minutes long, so you'll be able to sit through it. It's, like, <laughs> to the point. But I think they handled it handled – it so well mm. do you think they were looking for a reason to fire him like the comments about the astrology with eugene do you think he was just a dick and they were like i think mm, he was probably it. a like in i think in some ways he was a dick but i do think that they were genuinely friends because yeah. they did say that they were like je- like shocked when this information came out i don't think yeah. they knew and like it was really sad watching them obviously like, they're losing a business partner. They're losing a friend. Their yeah. whole business is having to change. Yeah. And, like, it would be hot. I don't know. Like, I would never cheat, but especially <laughs> if I wasn't was a celebrity. Just, like, the scrutiny that, like, everybody reading into everything now. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, it's too I embarrassing. I really sad for the wife 
like Ned's wife because, yeah, people will be going back over all her posts and commenting mm. insensitive stuff. Like it's so sad. Like she didn't cheat. She did nothing wrong. But how awful would it be to be in such a public relationship? Yeah, and to have the whole world know about it. Yeah. It would be kind of humiliating as well in yeah. a way. Yeah. So if we do become successful influencers, I'm going to have to remind Linwood not to cheat. <laughs> or just break, like maybe we should just be single. Do you think? That would be kind of fun. Maybe. It'd be kind of exciting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's... <clears throat> this is the thing. I think it's so sad that I feel like standards for men are quite low. Because, like, I think that men have, like, very... What am I even trying to say? I don't hate men. And I think that there are really great qualities about men... I almost feel bad sometimes saying like I hate men because I know that there are some guys who really are like good people and I'm not, it's not that like if you're a man, you're instantly destined to be a horrible person. I hate you already. But it's like the way that society has sort of conditioned all of us. Yeah. Like some of y'all are out of touch and disrespectful and I don't know, like it, it is, the majority, I would say it's I would the majority. Say major- like I do not trust most men. Like I, you can't, like I think, and especially because if something were to happen, like a lot of women who are assaulted or, you know, hurt by men, they will be asked like, well, why did you go home with him? Or like, why were you walking alone? Because you can't trust men. Yeah. Um. So I, I think, yeah, it, I do feel like a lot of, and even men who aren't like, you know, um, abusive or like outrightly misogynistic they still are complicit in misogyny yeah like because I think and I've had times too like there's been things where other people have said something wrong and you haven't stood up for it or like against it you're still a part of the issue and I think that's an issue where like men who they personally don't believe anything sexist but they're not gonna stand up when someone is doing something yeah wrong and I think like unfortunately a lot of these men who are misogynists don't respect women so it is a man's job to stand up and say this isn't all right because they're only going to listen to other men yeah Yeah. no 100% and I also think like this issue of like the patriarchy I'm am I allowed to say that (laughs) I I don't want to like I do think the issues of misogyny and like being in a patriarchal society, they do affect men really horribly too. And this is why I think it's not just a women's issue and it does actually impact men's health as well and men's mental health. And I think like, you know, people always talk about men's mental health and I think that that is because of this, you know, stereotypal like really dominant idea that men have to be strong and not show emotions that impacts men like so many men do die to suicide because they don't feel like they're allowed to talk about their emotions Mm. so it's not just like women complaining yeah Yeah. it affects everybody um and I think yeah that us talking about it doesn't mean like we're ranting about men or we just hate men and have a chip on our shoulder like I think this is a big issue and we do understand that not all men are horrible yeah and we do care about men. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. My dad gets really angry when, mm. like, I bring up misogyny or feminism or pretty much 
anything to do with like that sort of topic. Like he doesn't agree with any of it. And he's so close, like he's just so closed minded to all of it. And it's really frustrating as his daughter, I guess, because like, obviously I know he loves me. Yeah. But I don't know. It kind of hurts when I've experienced things. Yeah. And continue to experience things and he just sort of like brushes it off and makes me feel like I'm crazy or like I'm just like a crazy left-wing feminist yeah like exactly I don't know and it's I don't know he always goes on about how people like these days people aren't willing to listen and have conversations and like but he's doing blah 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 they just cancel everyone but it's like well low-key like that's what what, literally what you're doing like you won't even have a conversation with me and I feel like in my experience that's quite common with a lot of men is that they, they don't even want to hear it. They don't mm. – like they're not even willing to listen. They're just like so – Do you think it's like – it can be hard to be confronted with like the fact that you oh, have yeah. privilege. Like, but that's not an excuse. It is hard to be told – you know, like we have to – you know, we are privileged in that where – white people and in our society 100 like, we carry so much privilege with that and it can be uncomfortable to kind it of is. acknowledge that and learn about yeah. that but i remember the first time because like i was quite we've talked about it i was yeah. sheltered i didn't know anything growing <laughs> up okay when i first heard about like cultural appropriation and like i remember being so triggered when i first heard like heard that i didn't want to listen to it i was offended like yeah. i was a little I, I was a brat but like also i wasn't educated yeah because um, you feel threatened and you, you do, feel like, and you oh, feel like you're a bad, per- like I'm a mor- immoral. Yeah, and I'm it made a bad me person. feel like I was a b- like bad, horrible person, yeah. and it sort of threatened my my comfortable little bubble that I was living in. Where like yeah. you know, I, I mean, I wasn't even aware. Like as I said, I didn't know anything. Like I wasn't mm. aware of anything except for like what was going on in my life. Yeah, I started to learn things and I started to listen and all of that kind of stuff. And but I can understand it from that. Like it is yeah hard hearing that like yeah. you're doing things that could be harming like other yeah. people and i feel like you know your dad's not a horrible person no but, but it is sad to see that like he's letting his hit like he is acting defensively and not being open to hearing like yeah the fact that there are experiences that women have yeah and i feel like men. it goes for like literally everything like if we're not i feel like in every area and aspect of life if we're not in a place where like we can be open and listen to like have conversations with people and listen to other people's perspectives like without getting defensive without telling people we're wrong like we're not going to grow we're mm. not going to like become better people we're not going to learn new things we're not yeah. the our society is not going to progress like we can't I feel like being extreme in any sort of way is like not healthy there has to be like nuance and I don't know if that makes sense no I definitely agree and I think like like being so set in your ways yeah I think that's where the problem comes is like not even being able because even if you're never like even if you are so sure about your ideas you're never going to be able to connect with other people if you're just going to shut down every conversation that doesn't go the way that you want anything that isn't exactly what you believe you're never going to like, even if you're so sure, like, I am so sure that women and men are equal, like, 
women deserve rights, men, the way that they are socialised and the way that a lot of men behave is absolutely not acceptable. I'm never going to change my opinion, but I know that if I, like, don't listen to other people's perspectives, I'm never going to be able to have an open conversation. I'm never going to be able to possibly change other people's opinions. And I think, like, yeah, so many people get caught up in, like, this is what I believe and I'm sticking to it, that they, they... lose out on human connection they create more division between two people uh, like between the two sides you know I think I agree with you on that and it's really sad because I feel like it creates more issues yeah because people get so emotionally invested in like this like divide between them yeah yeah (laughs) where do we go from here I hate when you get to like the end of it yeah a big tangent yeah (laughs) I think it's um really funny like specifically with the topic of misogyny and stuff like seeing how far we've come in like what we've learnt Mm. because back in the day we were queen like misogynist queens yes we had such conservative mindsets about so many things like I mean obviously like we have probably Christianity and church and all of that kind of stuff to blame. But like when it came to like the way that women should dress and like whether women should be pastors and, you know. Like I remember I was constantly torn between, like I feel like I naturally like clung to more like feminist ideas as a kid. Like I was always like I hated movies if there wasn't. Yeah, like just naturally I was more interested in, I don't know, I was like, attracted to feminism i don't know yeah but i you know you were told something very different yeah i was told something very different and i was like okay this is right like what my parents and what church is teaching me is right but i still like gravitated towards feminism and whatever uh and something in me told me that women should be allowed to speak in church i don't know but um I felt like constantly torn between like I want to call myself a feminist but feminism is like anti-Christian and it's so bad. And I remember it was like this huge moment when one of our youth leaders said like I'm a Christian and I'm a feminist and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Is that even possible? Um, yeah, we were little – we were on our transformed wife grind. <laughs> so <laughs> no, true. we. I was ready to be a little homemaker. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, I had massive career dreams yeah. at the same time. It's so like none of that made sense. But no, but did you? I, I know I felt so torn because I knew I always wanted to go to uni and pursue a career. Yeah. But I also was like. Well, I was never taught. I feel like I don't know how you were raised in that sense. But like I was never taught that women had to stay at home. And yeah, neither. Like your job is to have kids yeah. and like clean. Like my parents were never that extreme. They were always like follow your dreams, yeah. like achieve what you want to achieve. But. Were you always told, like, <laughs> men and women have different roles. Different roles, yeah. And men are the leader of the house. Men women are the helper. The yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't as strict as, like, it, women could still yeah. have jobs, but if it came to, like, big financial decisions or big family decisions, the men would have the ultimate say. Loki, yeah. that's what. Or, well, that's I think mine I was more in, like, as I have mentioned previously, like, with misogyny, it's always been surrounding sex and like yeah. women, you're responsible for men's actions yeah. and like the way you dress, blah, blah, blah. Cause my mom 
was never like, I mean, maybe in the first years of marriage, she was like quite a little homemaker, but my mum's always been fairly outspoken about mm. things. Like I've never really been taught to be quiet or yeah. to like not speak my mind or be, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I was definitely more misogynistic yeah. or like had those sorts of views when it came to like the sexual purity yeah. culture side of things. I love to see the progress we've made. Love it. Not only have we had, you know, you talked about your glow up since you were a 13 year old, but mentally as well. Mentally as (laughs) well. as brainwashed. Talking about mentally. (laughs) Talking about mentally. (laughs) (laughs) Lol. Um, Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say? What sparked? No, because I was like, we're talking about our flea bag era. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let's get back on that one. Yes. Let's jump back into the (laughs) whole, we had a little bit of a sidetrack talking about glow up mentally um how how what else is going on in your life holly i feel this is gonna get a bit i'm gonna be real right now gonna be a bit vulnerable gonna be a bit candid (laughs) so candid (laughs) um not doing well um i am feeling like i've hit rock bottom and i do cry a lot um yeah so (laughs) recently Recently, I got let go from my job um, because I was on probation and it it was just, look, I feel so sad because two episodes ago, I was like, yes, I graduated and I've got the job of my dreams. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, things have changed. Um, So, look, every single day I have this battle of like, it's my fault that I got fired. And technically, I didn't get fired because I was still in like, there was like a three to six month probation period and I was only there two months and it was still within that probation and um, basically it just wasn't working out. Well, I thought it was. Um, and I was like, you know, did I do the wrong thing? Um, I'm not trying to say like I'm not, I'm not taking accountability here, but I wasn't trained very well and so I thought I was doing really well at my job. I was just, you know... Tuffing away. I was just, I was doing my thing. I thought I was like, yeah, settling in here, been two months. Like, I love this place. And then, no, I wasn't. It wasn't going as well as they, they didn't think I was doing well. And, um, yeah, so that was disappointing. And it has been, I'm not going to lie, it's like the worst time of my whole life because I don't know, this is just like my biggest fear come true. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I have been looking for jobs and unfortunately there's not a lot out there. So that even that just adds to the stress because not only am I trying to cope with this rejection, I am getting rejected by all the jobs I apply for because there's not that many out there and they all require like three, four years experience. Which and is I impossible don't have as that. a yeah. new graduate. Exactly. So, yeah. <clears throat> Things haven't been a massive sleigh for me at the moment, but that's where I'm at. What about you? (laughs) I don't know. It's like I don't – like kind of bleh. Yeah. It's like it just feels like nothing is happening. Like I feel like I'm doing the same thing every day. Everything just feels mundane. I feel like I'm not – living up to my full like I'm not doing what I'm meant to be doing with my life and um I don't know I feel kind of stuck oh I don't know yeah it's been weird mentally for me as well I think 
I had big dreams for this year and we've come to the end of the year and in my head, because I haven't really achieved the things I wanted to achieve, it feels like I've done nothing with my life and it feels like I'm getting older and older and older and I still have achieved nothing. I've got like, I don't feel like I'm proud of anything that I've done. Mm. Um, I'm still stuck in hospitality and like, low key high key hate it like it drains me every day the customers that I get I don't know if I've spoken about my job but I work in a place that attracts (laughs) a lot of like rich people and I even though I'm a barista so I don't really have to interact with them as much but just hearing secondhand the way that they treat like my friends who serve these people it like emotionally drains me yeah um and I hate that I have that I have to serve these people by like making them coffee. Yeah. Like I hate that. And like I'm really grateful that I have a job that finishes by like midday and it gives me the rest of the day to like sort of do mm. what I want. But I don't know. I think I'm just like not feeling fulfilled. I don't know. Um, like I'm almost 25 and <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I was just expecting by this age to sort of – be doing something more exciting or more important yeah. with my life. And it just feels like I'm going nowhere. Like I'm the, in the same place pretty much that I was Yeah, like a couple of years ago when I was like t- 20 working in a bakery or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been kind of tough. And then obviously like I want to get into music and stuff, but I don't know if it's like considered imposter syndrome. I don't know. Um, like I love music when I don't have to share it with people Mm. because as soon as I upload anything or I don't know how to just, I just don't feel like I'm good enough and I don't think other people think I'm good. And then that makes me feel bad about myself. And then I'm too scared to like put in the effort to like do anything with my music. Mm. And then because of that, obviously, because I'm not doing anything with it, I get nowhere with it and I don't, I'm not any closer to my dream or my goal and it's just like this unhealthy cycle and I don't know I'm sort of I just I don't know what I'm doing with my life I feel that it's just yucky vibes I don't know I feel like social media makes it seem like if you're not successful by 25 like you're a failure and like this is our prime and we're supposed to be like on that grind, succeeding yeah. at everything we do. Which and is ridiculous because when you think about it, 25 is so young. Yeah. Like in the whole spe- – like obviously uh, with the, like rare cases of Billie Eilish and like people who have gotten successful mm. really young, like people are finishing school and still discovering who they are at yeah. that age. Like it's around this age where you start figuring out like what you want to do with your life and you yeah, start exactly. working towards your success. But it is for some reason – and I – I hate to like, I'm not playing the victim as a woman, like blah, blah, blah. But I do feel like there is more pressure on women mm. to sort of achieve things earlier because. You have to schedule sort of, some time to have a kid if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Or it's like so much of your worth and your value is based on how you yeah. look. And yeah, the younger you are, the more attractive, like as you get older, you're, you know, you're just. You're useless. Yeah. Society. Yeah. I, I definitely know. feel that. Um and I feel like as a musician as well, like, I feel like younger women mm. tend to be 
I guess more likely that they're going to be easily, you know, easier to more successful. <laughs> yeah. So the more the years pass by, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm getting older and more useless. Yeah, definitely relate to that. So yeah, that is where we're at. Yeah. Not feeling our greatest. And I think that's okay because I feel like I consume so much media from people who are doing really well. Like I follow people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I follow people on TikTok, podcasts, whatever, who are documenting their successes. Um, And like there obviously are people that I follow who talk about, you know, how they're doing honestly and if they're not doing great. But I think it is important to like also share like that things aren't always perfect and yeah. exciting and you don't always feel like you're succeeding or making these huge steps. Yeah. Um, which sucks when you're actually experiencing it. Yeah. I feel like probably for both of us, I feel like both of us have always put our worth sort of in like <laughs> not just in who we are as humans, but like what yeah. we're doing with our lives and how we look and like stuff that doesn't, actually matter really matter like when I actually look at my life and I'm like oh my gosh like I have an amazing partner I live in like this amazing house Mm. I'm able to afford like good groceries and I'm able to afford getting like killing this parasite (laughs) inside of me like like my fit I love my family I don't know there's like so many things to be grateful for and I'm wasting so much time being depressed and sitting in my room and complaining about things when I could be going to the beach and I could just be experiencing life. Like I really hate, and I hate that I logically know this, but I hate that I view life as like my achievements and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm not actually like, why can't I just be happy if I go out to the beach every single day and like, like actually experience things. I'm like at this point, nothing's going to make me happy because I don't know. I feel like my, I don't know. Yeah. If that makes it's sense. It's like this internalized, like, I don't know, expectation that you have of yourself. Yeah. And it's definitely like, like, yeah, it's good to have goals. I think it's healthy to have yeah. goals and it pushes you. But like my happiness and the value of my life shouldn't be determined on what I'm doing yeah. with it, if that makes sense. like Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That is hard to remember in this capitalist society. So true. But, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I feel like, yeah, I do feel like I've made the biggest failure of all. And, like, it's been really, really hard for me to, like, be content with my life outside of, like, my academic success or, like, a job. And, yeah, life is so much more than, you know, careers and educate. Like, you know, yeah. I think when it comes down to it, like, human connection is the most important part of life. And, like, your relationships probably, you know, at the end of your life, you're going to remember your relationships and yeah. not your job. So it, it is really hard to remember, like, I have got a really good life. I'm super lucky. Um, yeah. And what's crazy is like I look at your situation as like someone who's on an outside perspective. And like obviously it sucks and like I like would be sad too. But like you have so much, so many years of like your career ahead yeah. of you. 
and like you're going to find a job that's so much better and like eventually you're totally going to forget about like this stupid center yeah. that didn't even give you a warning yeah. <laughs> or like tell you beforehand what yeah. you were doing so that you could fix it. So that was really dumb. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like from an outsider's perspective, people can look into your life and be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I think we're so much harsher on ourselves than on ourselves, like yeah. we are on other people. Yeah. And we'll probably look back at our lives when we're 40 and be like, why were you wasting? Yes. Like your, <laughs> why like did you? These wonderful years of your life. Yeah. Your healthy, vibrant years. Like, why were you wasting that? Putting pressure on yourself about your career that you're going to be doing until you're like 70 years old. Yeah. Exactly. Loki, this is the therapy session that I needed. Yeah. Loki, <laughs> I'm feeling really good right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, we'll probably end the episode here because I have a gig in an hour and a half. And Lynn has a basketball game. That I'm supposed to be going to. <laughs> I need to get ready and uncrustify myself because if I feel crusty, there is no chance of me singing well. <laughs> like, really? Well, it's like I it's, okay, especially at gigs like this where like you have to sing upbeat music and you have yeah. to be like lively and like yeah. perform a bit. If I'm feeling bad about myself, you can't do it. Like it, I feel like a phony, and I'm not the sort of per- I can I can't fake it. Mm. I used to think that I was a, I can't, if I don't like someone, like you can see it on my face. Yeah. If I am not vibing a situation, like you can tell by my body language, yeah. um, you can feel my vibes. So maybe I need to do a shot of tequila or something. Get me buzzing. <laughs> That's what I did for one of my last gigs. Love that. No, I definitely, even going out day to day, if I don't like my outfit, I'm going to have a No, it is so true. If I, I'm not even kidding. And do you know what? Do you know what? It's actually a thing, I think, that when I look hot and when I know I look hot yes. and when I feel good about myself, other people think I'm hotter as well. Like, yeah. I I don't know. Like, It's not energy, even about like – I, I don't think it's what you look like because yeah. I probably look exactly the same when I'm feeling good versus when I don't yeah, think I look good. Yeah, it's genuinely like a mental thing. Yeah, and I do think that like it's the vibes, like <laughs> the vibes. Ew. Yeah, no, but it but is it the is. vibes you admit. Like, I think it's magnetic. Like, people yeah. are sort of drawn to your no, your confidence energy. and your yeah. Like, I guess if you're sure of yourself, that's yeah. attractive to people. And like, if you get two people, like one could be conventionally more attractive than the other. But if the less conventionally attractive person is like so much more sure and confident in themselves, yeah. and like has a good energy, people yeah. are, like I'm more attracted to that person. Yeah, I think. for sure. I don't know, they sort of come across I actually, I saw a TikTok and it was about like, why do I love my outfit when I'm in my room and then I go outside and I'm like, this is disgusting, I hate yeah. today. And this person in the TikTok was wearing the same outfit like for both clips, like at home and out. And it actually, the outfit did look better uh, in the clip in their room and that was because they were more confident in it. And it was so weird to see like this video. Yeah. It was the same exact outfit, same day, but because they took a clip in their room and then a clip when they went out to a cafe, they looked like they were so much happier and more confident when they were like alone and, and not worried about difference. other people. Yeah. And it like really changed the way the outfit look looked. Oh so, so crazy. The story is be confident. Feel love hot yourself. And you will be hot. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Rainer and I have been telling ourselves for ages. <laughs> do do we ever do the things that we no. tell ourselves? That's gonna change though. I am trying to like genuinely make because like I've spent so many years even right now like I'm complaining about my Mm. life 
I feel like my entire life I've been complaining about my life. Like I've always found something to be unhappy about. And this is what I try to remind myself of. It's like my life is so much better now than it was when I was in Bible college or like, yeah, yes, I'm sort of in the same place when it comes to like my career. <laughs> but like there, I have achieved little yeah. things. But I'm still like I'm still not happy. Like I'm still complaining about mm. things. I'm gigging so much more now but than like what I used to be. But like you back like – five years ago would be so in awe like oh my gosh you're doing all this cool yeah stuff. yeah so like I don't know I have to keep on reminding myself of that and I need to start like the difference between an average person and like an above average person is that above average people do above average things so if I'm spending every single day sleeping through my alarm until five fifteen, and I have to get to work at 6 a.m. and I still need to get ready and not feel crusty and wake up. I need to start waking up earlier so I can like <laughs> meditate and actually eat breakfast and yeah. drink water. I need to like not scroll on social media for five hours a day yeah, and like that's... put effort into my music. And, you know, like there are changes I could be making to my life to make it better and to stop complaining about it, but I'm not doing that. So I need to start doing that pretty yeah. much is what I'm trying Same. to say. This is it right now. This gonna, is the moment. We're going to, even though I love Fleabag, we're getting out of our Fleabag. We era. are. And look, actually, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, watch it. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> no, we can't say that. <laughs> but I agree with what you were going <laughs> to say. <laughs> uh, anyways, we should probs go. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. If you're a regular listener, we really appreciate the love, the listen. Oh, it's so nice. Um, and we genuinely do want to get on a regular schedule of yeah. recording. So you have that to look forward to. Yeah. We promise next year will be better. Okay? We will. We're working on it. We are. We are. Anyways, um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram if you want to. It's at that so candid pod. We don't really post on there, let's be honest. <laughs> We're going to start as... <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> that's another thing we need to start doing. Um, we want to start posting on there more, but we do update you guys when a new episode is up. So yeah. keep an eye out for that. And if we have um, listener interactive episodes, yeah. we ask questions and stuff on there so you can be a part of our podcast episodes, which is real fun. Anyways, do you have anything else to add? That is all. Uh, I don't have anything to add. Well, let's talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.